Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We got trade deadline coming up this Thursday. So what better to do than do a little trade deadline preview? <laughs> you got to know you're ready. You got your, your, your team president, your GM cap on, ready to wheel and deal. First and foremost, we got to start Philly. Seems like, you know, <laughs> since I've been on the show, all we, all we talked about <laughs> is the Ben Simmons saga. Uh-huh. He's literally given up close to like $19 million in fines as of, as of this taping. Uh, been some moves and some traction, some, some, some talks. Nothing's really gone through. A lot of teams have kind of pulled out because the asking price has been too high. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is going on with Philly? Do you think they're going to make a move and is Simmons going to be on the squad after February 10th? Um, I mean, of course the asking price is going to be, you know, ridiculous because, you know, uh, once you realize what you do have, you don't want to get – you you want to be on the winning side of it. I, I understand, you know, Philly's standpoint that they want to be on the winning side of this trade. Um, but that's actually at this point unrealistic. Um, you know, you have a nine-position player on, you know, you, just, you have a nine-position player. You know, he can play four positions on offense and five, all five positions on defense. You just don't find that type of player. You can cry about he doesn't shoot the ball and he doesn't do this, but he's going to pass, <laughs> he's going to rebound, and he's going to defend his ass off. I mean, two-time all-NBA first-team defender. So that's what you have to actually you know, bring back, and that's going to be hard. So you got Embiid playing at an MVP level. I think mm-hmm. he's, he's the favorite in a lot of sports books. Does this team doing him a disservice now by, by playing these games with Ben? You said that they're not going to win a trade, but trading him and bringing some value back, isn't that just a win in itself? Yeah, see, that, and that's, that's, where, that's where the tide goes against him because you have Embiid, right? You have to win right now with Embiid. Because um, at some point, Embiid is going to be like, yo, I want to be considered one of the greats, and I need to win a championship. So you only have about three years with Embiid before he starts getting that idea that I need to win a championship to actually be amongst my peers. So um, that pressure is going against them. So you're going to have to make a move that can impact Embiid right now. Okay, so... We're going to do a little role playing here. I'm going to assume the role of Daryl Morey. I'm going to be a hard ass. And really, you know, you're going to give me some, some, some trade offers, but I'm probably going to say no to all of them. That's just me uh, really assuming that character. But so give me your best and final offer for Ben Simmons. I got Ben right here, Gil. I'm ready to, I'm ready to make a move. I got to get MB right. Got to get the Sixers this championship. You know, I'm, I'm going to be tempted to make a good move mm-hmm. if you come to me with a good offer. So what we got? Okay, so if, like if I go with you know the trade talks with uh, Washington right now, okay, um, Beal for Ben. If I'm Washington, why? Why would I get rid of Beal to bring in Ben? 
Like, how does that do me justice? Like, what is the, <laughs> where do I win? There's no, there's nothing. This is, I'm losing a, 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 a top score for an all-purpose player, but I want them both. So I'm not going to give up Beal for Ben. I want them both. So if I look at the roster, Kuzma, Spencer, Montrez, I can possibly give you two out of the three. Um, I'd rather probably keep I mean I, I losing 20 off the bench with Trez he's gonna bring hard nose um, I can probably throw in that you don't need Trez because um, you already have you know um, Embiid um, probably give you Dinwiddie and Kuz you know, for Bill and see if that works. So, so Bill Dinwiddie and Kuz? Huh? To build, Bill Dinwiddie and Kuz for- Bill, for, no, there's no, what? Well, there's I mean, no Bill, what are you talking about? No Bill, no deal, why, why would I, Why would I give you Bill? Like, no I want Bill, Bill and Ben. But no Bill, no deal. Okay. I'm Daryl Morey, <laughs> okay. this is how I move, okay? okay? I got Ben right here, well rested, he's been chilling, mm -hmm. he's in shape, he's ready to go. I know the team said all that shit, Last season, throwing them on the bus. We didn't mean it. We were just playing. Yeah, I we get it. We were just kidding. Yeah, I get it. We were just kidding. I, I, I really get it. So, you turned down that deal. <laughs> okay. So, if I'm the Clippers, right? Which I, I think Clippers has the most pieces that they can give up. Um, at the end of the day, I want Paul George, Ooh. Kawhi, to add Ben. My three-headed monster. So I'm not going to give you star for star. That boat has sailed. That boat has sailed. Like, you cannot do nothing with him. You're not going to get anything for him. No one is going to give you their star because if they can get Ben, it changes their team. Like, you're trying to win a championship with your team, right? Okay. I'm trying to get in that race too. So I'm not going to give you my star to get back a star. It's pointless at this point. This is not the beginning of the season. So I'm trying to say, well, if I can get Ben, it's going to elevate me, right? If I'm out of the playoffs, it's going to push me to the playoffs. If I'm a playoff team, it's going to push me a couple rounds. If I'm a, an elite contender, this possibly gives me a championship team, right? So if I can add, so if you add Ben with Kawhi and Paul George, you have a whole different team. So I got Reggie Jackson. I got Luke. I got man, I got Zubak, I got Brandon Boston that I can give up, a young kid that's that's pretty good at the two, three. Um, Marcus, one of the big. So I have more pieces that I can get in there to give you a better solidity because you're trying to win a championship. So you don't necessarily need a star. You need amazing role players. So I'll probably give you Reggie Jackson. Marcus. Brandon Boston and two picks. So I'm playing the role of a Caucasian man. I've never experienced it. <laughs> but as a powerful Caucasian man, I'm going to be arrogant. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, look, I got a PG for you and Ben Simmons. Mm -hmm. But to give you this PG, I need your PG. And I'm talking about Paul George. Throw him in. No big deal. No need. That's and what I said. I don't. But that's the problem that you think you have the power right now when this relationship is over. It's over. <laughs> There's nothing you don't want to be with you. 
So there's, there, he's not suiting up. So there's no need to give you. But I got, I have Ben Simmons here, generational talent, amazing mm -hmm. defense. Should have on his jumper. Mm -hmm. We've seen the video. The jumper's looking buttery now. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it's buttery. He's improved. Should have thought on. about, should have thought about that before he opened your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you were number one in the East last year, right? And then you threw your man under the bus. Where, look, offensively, he struggled. Right? Defensively, monster in the playoffs. Like, you didn't get killed by Trey Young. You got killed by everybody else. So he did his job. He got his. This, this is the thing that, that kills me that you argue about, you argue about a guy whose job is to get you the ball. Like his job is to get you the ball. So you like I'm giving it to you, and you mad that I'm not taking the shots. No, I'm giving it to you. That's your job. I'm not feeling it right now. Like we've been, you've been there before. I'm, I'm, yeah, shit's off. You know, I'm not feeling mentally. I'm not here. But defensively, I'm going. I'm going to be there. I can. I'm, you know, I'm there. You know, I'm, I can get this rocker, but I'm not feeling my jump shot right now. That happens in the playoff. That happens during the season at some point. You know, so you know everyone doesn't have the Clay Thompson mindset, right? You know. Hey, I don't give. If I miss all my shots, I'm going to keep shooting, right? <laughs> There's only a few people that have that type of mindset. So, you know, you already had a great team and you needed to add pieces. So now that you lost an actual piece that you cannot use, you cannot make that better. That piece is gone. So you have to come to reality at some point because at the end of the day, you can't go into next season with that piece not playing again and not getting anything from him again. So at some point, you will have to make a deal that you just don't agree with. That's just... Are you throwing about two first-round picks, and I'm a big fan of chicken and waffles, Philly, we're deprived of that. Give me a mm -hmm. Roscoe's franchise as well, and maybe I'll make Did, that deal with you. Denver? Denver? Now, Denver could be tricky. If Denver decided to, to go into that race, um... If you throw in, if I throw in Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter, they could possibly. You have my attention. Pull, you can possibly pull that off. Um, I'll start in negotiations without one of them. Like, you know, I'll try to hold on to Michael Porter, throw in Gordon, uh, Forbes, give you back Austin Rivers. You know what I mean? And a few picks. I mean, also Rivers is a solid player. He knows how to play. He's a guard. He, you know, he defends. He hits big shots. It's your son, right? So I'm gonna give you he back my, him. He is Doc's kid. So him, Forbes, Aaron, maybe Will. Oof. Uh, you, you try to, you know. So I'm trying to make you give you a complete team that you can, you know, you you can. Wear. I mean, because right now you have you have Danny Green at your shooting guard. And the fact that that is going to be from one to eight points, any matchup he's in loses. Like, you know, that's what I hate about defensive teams because they don't realize if a guy is going to score from anywhere from one to eight, what is his opponent doing? Because if his opponent is going to outscore him by 10 to 15, 20 points every night, that's a liability because there's no, like you're taking five shots, this guy's gonna take 20 shots. 
I don't care how great your defense is. If he doesn't average the same amount as you, you lost. Someone has to make that up. For sure. Right? So you have a Danny Green who's everyone he's guarding is trying to score 20. He's trying to score 5, 10. <laughs> you know, so that, that's, that needs to be upgraded. With Ben or not, that position needs to be upgraded. So I'm going to be offering shooting guards. Hey, you know, you know, you have Danny Green over there, right? You know, this zero, 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 play 21 minutes. That, that, that you know, I'm going to, you know, so I'm going to give you, you know, pieces so you can make that deal. So, you know, um, you know, Denver has, Denver has the, the more exciting players. You have young players, you're, you know, you're getting players who can, who's proven to put the ball in the basket. You know, so, you know, you, hopefully they bite on that. But other than that, I don't, I personally don't see anyone dumb enough to give you star for star. But this, it is the NBA. And the general managers are actually not that smart. <laughs> I'm just going to just, just not. You got to remember, it's not like they've, they've been studying basketball. Usually they're just friends of friends family discount friends, you know, that okay. just get jobs or, you know, so, <laughs> eh, you know, you can, you can, you can get anything out of a trade. So as, as a Daryl Morey, I'm going to have to pass on those, but appreciate you. And I appreciate what you're saying about the defensive shit too, because in my mind, I've never seen a game one zero zero. So mm -hmm. defense is great. Defense don't really win championships if you got to get a bucket, yeah. right? Can you I take, ask you a question? You, you may. Okay, I'm back. I'm back I'm back at Daryl. Uh, if no one offers you a star... Now, this summer, what are you going to do next year? Well, I'm going to hit my buddy James. James who? <laughs> over there in Brooklyn and tell him, come on through. We got the cheesesteaks for him. Much better gentlemen's clubs than what Brooklyn's offering. Okay, so James Harden is a free agent? We'll make a deal. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, okay, so uh, let me... Let me uh, <laughs> Let me get this. <clears throat> so you're, you're thinking Brooklyn is going to give up James Harden for Ben Simmons? They could be persuaded. I, mean, I am Daryl Morey. First of all, you haven't persuaded no one at this moment at all yet. So <laughs> I'm, I'm the Nets. I'm the Nets. And I'm going to give up a bona fide superstar offensively for a superstar defensively. Why? Why not? Why? That's like, a good point. That's like, why. Like, uh, 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 that's why, why I can't why? be Daryl Morey because I don't. I mean, honestly, right, I don't pull the trigger. Right now, you know, even though we're not playing, even though the Nets are not playing very well, when they're all on point, or even two of them, they're hard to stop. You know, so it's like having. It's like having Golden State. You got three scores, and then if you can get a Draymond Green, Ben Simmons over there, boom. So I'll give you everything, but I'll give you Blake Griffin. <laughs> I'll, give you, <laughs> I'll give you a Joe. I'll give, I'll give you two coaches, some cheerleaders. I'll give you whatever you want. I just want to keep them three at Ben, and we good. I need like 15 chopped cheeses, too. Like, I know, I know, I know. Uh, look, I, I get it. I understand where where you're coming from as Philadelphia. You want to you want to get back 
a star for your star. And that's the problem sometimes when opening your mouth too soon. It just backfired. Usually, usually those antics work. Those antics work, you know, oh, bad locker room guy, let me get rid of. Usually that shit works, you know, because you got to convince the season ticket holders this is what we're going to do. We're going to get rid of these bad locker room guy. And you, you, you use that, those you know, tactics against him. But once he got back there, instead of making the atmosphere a better place for him, it became a tit-for-tat war. Now you start trying to put out narratives on why you're not going to play him. Like, remember, I said it way back then, what was going to happen. You put out these narratives, oh, he got a water bottle. I mean, he got a cell phone, knowing damn well this is not 1984. The big drug dealer cell phones in a pot. No, that's a water bottle. So the fact that you said it was a cell phone to make him look stupid and then suspend him the next day so he doesn't play in the first game, you already had a tit-for-tat war that just was never going to be fixed. So... Philly's just in that situation. Like, it's, it's one of those situations where you just, you have to get up. Really, there's really nothing you can do. You can't do nothing. <laughs> you cheated. You got caught. They got pictures, this and that. I want a divorce. Just sign the papers. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, there's nothing, there's nothing you can do. All, all you can do is just make it worse. There's really nothing you can do. And like we said earlier, at this point, by not doing anything, you're taking an L. And you're going to take an L anyway, so you might as well make a move, get him be something that can surround him with so they can really make this push, because you really now are going to cost the team if this trade deadline passes and you don't get a deal done. Yeah, because, one, that means, you know, you have no, no matter how good Embiid is right now, you have no chance of winning a championship. You have no chance of getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's just, that's just it is what it is. So that means one more year of disappointment. And then if I'm Doc, and I got to put myself in Doc's, you know, situation. Um, yeah, this, the record reflects me, right? Like, so if shit goes downhill, y'all going to start looking at me like I'm doing a bad job. Knowing <laughs> I'm losing a whole fucking superstar. So we was number one last year. Now, you know, you know, three, five, four, whatever. That reflects me. You're not going to sit there and say, hey, man, you know, we botched the deal and we... No, you're going to look at me as this is the reflection of my, my coaching style, and then you're going to be trying to get rid of me to save your job. Okay. You know, so if I'm, if I'm Doc, the pressure is going to be put on them, too, to make a deal. Like, oh, no, 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 wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I can do something with these pieces, and you're going to start trying to make a deal so you can get a full roster going into next year. Most definitely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. All right, well, let's keep this thing moving. We mentioned Harden previously. Let's talk about these Nets. Nets have lost six straight games. Obviously, KD's been out. But you should have enough with Kyrie and Harden. Harden's obviously battling the handry, struggling, you know, been very vocal in the media. What's the deal with the Nets? You know, just like, just like last season, you know, when it's revolved around three super mega stars, one of them goes down. That means, you know, the pressure's on two. One's knick-knacking, the other's... Like, you know, they, they've had so much, you know, drama going into, you know, to the season, during the season, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's New York, it's Brooklyn. You know, um, I, you know, they just haven't had a full roster to really, you know, put it all together. You know, right now it's kind of like a little bit like last year. They're just, they're in, you know, they're in for one game, two games together, someone's out, this person's out. They're in for a couple, you know, quarters, someone's out. You know, so it's just with them just trying to everyone stay healthy or everyone get healthy at the right time. You know, you know them winning 70-something games, you know, those guys are at that point where that doesn't matter. You know, I guess at this point, just going into the playoffs as a healthy unit, you know, is the most important thing. So we know Kyrie can't play home games. Does it benefit this net squad to finish fifth or worse in the standings to get more road games in the postseason? Of course we want to say yes, but that's under the rules right now. Um, that's under those... Yeah, if those, everything stays... If everything stays the same. You know, um, playoffs start in... Was it April? April, that's getting close into the summer, right? We're getting ready, getting ready for that. Was April, May, yeah. yeah. Usually shit changes, right? Every summer, the last two years... Right? I feel like we might go, we're going to see a surge. That Omarion, you know, was pulled up in the winter, we but all, everybody all, trying to hit these streets. So we the all, gets we, nice. We all go to surge, but if we look at what the government's done when the summer, summer, shit is open. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's my point. As I said, shit is open. There's no really rules, so everyone can turn up. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if by the time the playoffs comes, mandate is actually off. Um, wow. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised that the mandate is off. Uh, but, you know, if you're playing chess, um, if you're playing chess and it's coming down to those last few weeks and nothing has changed and you don't get no sign that, you know, the mandate is going to be off, especially for New York City, New York itself, um, I'm, I, I want to be the road team. And do you see a world where Kyrie gets the vaccine, say that they get home court advantage in hypothetical space? Nah. Not even the pump fake Antonio Brown just hears the car. Nah, it's too, it's too late now because, you know, um, I'm pretty sure if he wanted a fake, fake card, he would have done it way before. Um, but, you know, he don't want to push that, that narrative, which I understand as, you know, as an athlete, you know, you don't want to push your your, you know, your stuff on to other people. You want people to make their own decisions. And, you know, I, I understand that. Um, when people ask me, what would you do in that situation? I don't, I, I'll be honest, I don't know. I can't, yeah. I can't lie to you right now. Exactly. I got to wait till I'm in that situation. Exactly. You know, so it's, it's hard to, you know, say what someone would do if I was in that situation. We can all, you know, sit there and be like, ah, oh, nah, I'm going to do this or I'll do this. I don't fucking know. I'm, I'm not there. I don't, 
you know, I'm not, I'm not in that situation. Um, so it's, you know, it, but it's going to be challenging, you know. Um, it's going to be challenging playing only the road games with them. You know, that does, you know, that does give, um, that does give an advantage, you know, to the other team because, you know, you know, if they still won at home, you know, or they, they still won, they still won at, at, you know, at their place. You got to remember, they're playing two at their place. And usually the home team wins. So if they can win two at their, all they do is just got to still win in Brooklyn. Now you don't have Kyrie, that's a little bit easier. So, you know, it's going to be real tricky, you know, a little chess. And if you're the Nets, would you ever consider making a move for Kyrie or Harden before the deadline? Trading? Yeah. For who? See what's out there. I see what's out there. So you good. I, I got one guy averaging 22, 8, and 10. 22, 8, and 10. I got the other who just came back averaging 23 on 48%. What, what, what are you giving me? That's right. What are you really giving me? There's, I mean, that's what I said. Like, we can listen to sports analysts, to be honest, and they can make everything sound good, but then there becomes reality. <laughs> <laughs> reality is reality. Yeah. Like, you know, if Katie and Kyrie are best friends, Right? They're good. They are tight. When one is mad, the other one is mad. You get with a one, I'm pretty sure the other one's gonna be pissed off too. So that means you're gonna lose two, possibly two, possibly all three with one bad decision. So you have to there's reality. Hey, are y'all real friends like that? Like y'all real friends? <laughs> you gotta text that tip. You are y'all real cool, you know what I mean? You know, so um, you know. Unfortunate, you know, um, you know, they're in that situation, you know, um, shit happens, yeah. you know, hopefully they can bounce out of it. Hopefully shit changes and, you know, they can move on, win a championship and boom. And do you feel like the squad with Kyrie only playing road games could no. still win a championship? No. No, uh, no way. Let me, let me not say no way. Um, and it's all, you know, it's, it's all matchups at this point. Um, you know, when you're talking about, like, going through the playoffs, it's all about matchups. You know, I, I can tell you right now, um, does, does Toronto have mandates? Yeah, Canada's, Canada's I think, a so little, what happens, little what, what happens if Brooklyn plays Toronto in the playoffs? It's going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. You know, the, like, what happens? Does he get to still play in Toronto because it's away? Like, how does that... Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about the Canadian quarantine rules. I'm, I'm a proud American. I only worry about what we got going on here. Facts. Los Angelina. But, that's going to start presenting issues and problems. Though, yeah, you know, so it's just, you know, just trying to figure out, you know, how to navigate through the playoffs, try to play some teams that you know you can, you have the advantage over. And then there it's, you know, who's waiting in the West? That's a good point. So let's, let's move over to the West now. One team that may not be waiting for them, uh, despite everybody's beliefs going into the season, is the Lakers. Lakers currently ninth. <laughs> LeBron dealing with some issues, missed several games. Uh, you know, has some hope. They beat the Blazers recently. Not to say the Blazers are good, but those are teams that the Lakers <laughs> have tricked games to. Ninth place, you the Lakers. Trade deadline's coming up. You're Rob Palenka. Are you working those phones trying to make a move? And, and what do you think? the move that's necessary to get this squad back to the championship form that many believe they, they could have had when the season started. Yeah, it's always, it's always difficult when you're making decisions, especially because you're dealing with 
you have superstars, right? Um, you know, right now everyone's on the Westbrook trade. Um, you know, the answer is, what are you going to get back for him? What do you think, what are you hoping to get back for a Westbrook talent? Like, you know what I mean? Like, forget, forget, like, let's look everything everyone's saying. What do you think you're going to get back that's going to help you pogo to championship status? That, that is the real question. Um, because you, you, you're, gonna, you're trading him for someone who can be impactful with that team. Like, and I don't see where that trade comes in. Um, trade comes in that. I don't, because, you know, at this point, you're looking for what, a, a, a shooting guard. Um, but th- th- they have the same, they have the same dead space that, you know, um, Philly does. You got a guy that, you, you got three players that start that's going to take one to four shots. Right, they average three players as a start on the starting lineup. Average a total of 15 points combined. 15 points combined. Well, unfortunately, that's two versus five on offense. It's two players versus five defenders. You're gonna struggle, you know. So it's trying to figure out. I like you gotta remember, LeBron is at a certain age. You need more scoring around him. If you put more scoring around him, that means no one can actually double. You can't double anyone. That means LeBron gets to the basket easier, AD gets to the basket easier, because there's, there's more players out there that can actually put that ball in the basket. You know, the fact that you're building lineups for defense when everybody else is offense, that's what's actually hurting you too. Because you're scoring 15 points a game. The, the three players that those guys are guarding are scoring about 40 to 45. Someone has to make that up. While beating, like, I got to beat my man and then outscore them by 40 to 50 points. So I don't see where, I don't see what Lakers can trade uh, that's going to get back something that's going to help them into that this is, this is, all the pieces you have, you have. You got to figure out how to cook this dish. And that's the thing. You got to figure out how to, like, cook this meal. Like, I got everything you need to make a Thanksgiving meal. So then where, do you, where do you place the blame at for this season and so far? Because obviously LeBron playing at an MVP level when he's on, you know, the 30-point scoring streak that turned into a 25-point scoring streak. And it just wasn't getting it done, you know, in the win-loss column. Because, you know, you, you still got one guy. You know, you got one guy, one guy struggling because the space he needs is not there. So now he has to do something that he just doesn't do. He has to settle more. He has to shoot more jumpers. He has to try to force the action. And that's because there's three players on the court that's just sitting there, right? Like, I'm like, why would I ever guard Bradley? <laughs> no, I'm just serious. Why would I, why, why would I guard him? What is he gonna do? He's gonna sit in the corner somewhere. What a, so, I mean, if Westbrook's here, I'm just gonna sit here. I want you to pass it to him. All he does is gonna pump fake pass shit back. I don't gotta guard him. Trevor Reza, Trevor's there for defense. Trevor's gonna shoot about four shots, right? 
I'm not going to guard him. He's, he got four shots. The best, the best he can give you is 12 on those four shots. He hit all four threes. But again, that's only four shots. Yeah. So I'm just going to sit in the lane. Dwight, they're not, throwing, they're not doing five down, and he's going to get four shots. He's there for rebound and defense. Yeah, two of them are going to be put back. Yeah, so, like, so now you have three guys who's sitting there. Like, you know what I mean? LeBron bullying through is a lot different than Westbrook trying to bully through. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it becomes, it becomes a harder match. Because I remember when, when I was with Washington, and I understood that. And me and Eddie like, yo, hold on. We got two post players. We got a five that post and a four that post. I can't get in the lane. Me and Larry can't get in this lane. Like, every time we try to drive, one of them is on the block. <laughs> you telling us don't settle, we're forced to settle. We're, we're forced to settle because someone's posting here. So when I take my man and beat him, I got a big man there. I got a big man here. So we need, some, we need one of these two to float up. And then when we got Antoine, boom. Now when I drive, there's only one big man. So now there's a lane. It becomes like, because you, you got to remember, as long as you're forcing me, that's what I said, you're forcing me to shoot jumpers when I don't want to. You're telling me not to settle, but the offense is telling me, shoot a jumper. You know, so like little, like little things like that actually do matter. Like people don't think they matter. They really do matter. Like it, it does matter. Like, you, like we have, that's what I said, you have habits. You have, like when you look at like shit like Olympics, right? There's a reason that Melo led the team in scoring every year. His style of basketball is great for that. They play in zone, so that means it's going to be harder for LeBron and Chris Paul and them to get into that lane. Melo's a jump shooter, quick shooter, rhythm shooter. That's perfect basketball for him, right? <laughs> you know, so he doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't, uh, went to Syracuse, zone buster, right? So he understands that spacing in that world. So when you look at it like, man, Melo's leading him and scoring every year, how? Because that's his world right now. Yeah. He's playing in his world. He's playing like everyone else gets affected because now they have to try to navigate through this space. Small space, NBA players, shorter three. Like it becomes a smaller space for these guys to be as great as they, we see them. You know, so now they're playing. They got to figure out how to, how to play smarter. When Melo's like, I'm, I get to just, I get to, whoo, whoo, I get to do me. So, you know, that, the, the way the game is being, you know, the, your lineup is very important to some players. Cool. Let's, let's shift it. We're going to play a game. I know you're a big uh, poker guy. Play a game, hold or fold. So we're going to start with the Lakers, THT. Should the Lakers try to make a move? Should they hold or should they fold? THT? THC. Hold. Why? Because he's one of those players that um, you need when the defense understands your game plan. Um, he's one of those guys that, that can create his own shot out of nothing. Um, he doesn't need plays. You just give him the ball and he can make something. Like, you got to remember, he can make something happen. You know, when, when the, the, the study is in, like, we know what we're doing. You, he gets in the game, you don't know what he's going to do. You know, he's your Ginobili type. You know, he's your Crawford type. He's your, um, you know, uh, Barrera and all of them. You know, like that, that person that comes in, you're like, dang, they just changed the tempo. They just changed the game. That's, 
that's that's the type of player he is. So you try to hold on to that player because you don't know what his real value is. You know, he's, he can turn into a $120 million man overnight because he went into the playoffs and, you know, averaged 25. You put him in and they don't have a game plan for his style. So you said playoffs. Do you see the Lakers? Because right now they're in playing game mode and like the janky one where, you know, you got to win two to get in. You win one, you're out. Do you see the Lakers improving on this squad? Obviously, once LeBron comes back, LeBron, AD, Westbrook, we still haven't really seen that three-headed monster play a significant amount of time together this season. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, to be honest, even where they are right now, um, I'll really be surprised if they didn't make the playoffs. Like, I mean, I would. I don't know. I'd be like, what? Huh? Yeah. Ain't no more way. Let's move uh, to the Northwest. CJ McCollum. If you're the Blazers, hold or fold. Oh, man, CJ is so gifted, um, very skilled, but he's a tradable piece. Um, he is a tradable piece um, because what he gives me, Dame gives me two. Um, I'd rather have two guys who can do the same exact thing because if one is struggling, the other one is going to pick it up. If they're both on, it's like having three monsters out there. Um, it depends on what you're giving me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I, I know what CJ is going to give me. 20 a game. At least 10 to 15 big shots this season. Right? And that's with Dame on the team. <laughs> so, um, it has to be really appealing. Like, it's one of those where... I'm not going to be looking for it, but if someone presents something and I can't turn it down, then it's like, ah, but, uh, you know, you're giving me, you know, Devin Booker or, <laughs> you know, Tatum. Yeah. Um, you know, even a player that I can, you know, like, let's say uh, Brandon Ingram. Like, I'll still, like, mm, I don't feel comfortable doing it, but I'll, I'll, I'll take the leap on that one. Okay. Um, you know, so it's one of those players that they're on the come up, um, you know, but he, you know, but if you can get a super, it, it reminds me of IT in Boston, right? If you can give me a superstar for him, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I'll do that. You know, <laughs> I'll do that because his numbers, you know, his numbers is going to, you know, is going to demand that. What he does is going to demand that. So you just got to be willing to pick the right piece to fit. This is the trade deadline show, but let's just say there are no trades made. No trades are made, and we're the same place today that we are after the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. Which team do you think has the best chance of winning the NBA championship? No, no trades, huh? Is everybody healthy, or are you giving me everybody healthy? Because, you know. Healthy enough. Yeah, we'll say that. Healthy enough? <laughs> Healthy enough to play. All right, so from the West, you will have Phoenix and Golden State going at it. Um, East is wide open. Um, East is wide open because, you know, as as Milwaukee was the favorites going into the season, you know, when you, you, lost too many, you lost too many important pieces that actually helps you in the playoffs. Um, 
I mean, the East is the East is is wide open. Like there, there there's no real dominant. There's no real dominant team that can just be like, like, okay, this is where I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put my money on this team is gonna be, you know, in the championship. There's not actually one team unless Brooklyn is all healthy. Other than that, there's no one team. There, I mean, Miami, no, no, no. Um, they can possibly get there, but um, they're just gonna have to play great, solid team basketball. Um, Boston, no. Um, Hawks, if they get to play against the Knicks, you know, every round, you know, I think they can pull that out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, you got Bulls. I mean, the fact that, you know, a couple people went down, um, they have the, you know, they have the most solid team that understands each other. Um, they defined their number one guy. They got the number two guy. They got the hustlers. Um, but, you know, two of them are hurt, right? Um, you know, it kind of sucks. There's, there's, no, there's no team in the East that really, that really, like, you know, Milwaukee, there's no, there's, you can't, that's you couldn't put your money on nobody in the East at, at this point. Because it's all wide open. Now it's just matchups. We got healthy Bulls squad, healthy Nets squad. Healthy Bulls and healthy Nets? Uh, Bulls have home court advantage, though. I'll, just, I'll caveat with that. Or we could flip it to say Bulls don't. And now, but Kyrie gets to play home games? Yeah. That, 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 no, like Kyrie, the city change? Kyrie, Kyrie's still only, the city road, change. He's, he's the still city only road gaming it up. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it to the I'm gonna give it to the Nets. Okay. There's only so much DeRozan and Levine can really handle. You know, like, you know, for them, they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to rely on going into that series. Like, yo, between the two of us, for us to compete, we're gonna have to average 28-29. You know, because we know KD's going for at least playoffs, at least 30-something. That he's gonna like he's gonna be guaranteed thirty, so one of us has got to neutralize his points. Now, where we're gonna where we get the win is James Harden. Which James Harden is coming out? Is it gonna be the the, the twenty ten and eight guy or the man who's trying to score forty something? You know, so it's it's really dependent on what James Harden like. So we got to remove Kyrie and def, you know figure out. Um, you know, so if the superstars come out, it's basically whoever has the best role players. Um, so, you know, at this point, I'm going to give the edge to Brooklyn because they have KD. So I want to ask you, who's your, your dark horse? Like, you had to go with your wildest prediction of team that could win the championship but actually realistically has a chance to do it in the West and in the East. My dark horse... <laughs> Lakers, <laughs> late show, baby. Ever, I mean, you can't ever count out a squad with LeBron at least get yeah, to the I final. mean, come on, like, let, let's be honest. Like, it's it's tough. Tough. look, listen, everyone will laugh at us, but they really do still have LeBron, <laughs> AD, and Westbrook on that team. So, at that point, like, you really, you really have a three-headed monster. So they are really a dark horse, but a, 
but they're still a favorite of me. A dark horse is... They shouldn't really be a dark horse. But they, that, yeah, but they shouldn't right. be a dark horse, but, but the, the fact way, that I get to say they're a dark horse, I'll take them as a dark horse. The, they are ninth in the West right um, now, past the midway point. You can say Suns is a dark horse, even though they're number one. Which is wild. Yeah, yeah. Like, even though they're number one, you can be like, <laughs> right, you, like, you know what I mean? It's like, um, it's just what they do is just, it goes so unnoticed. It goes so unnoticed. And this is why when I made Chris Paul top five, I understood. I looked at the team and said, that's, that's the type of team, that's the type of team he needs. To, he can make that team way better than what they're, like you're talking about this team was horrible before he got there. Horrible. Yeah. They were, I mean, yeah, yeah they went eight and zero in the bubble and still didn't make the playoffs. That's that's how horrible they were. Let's just be honest. <laughs> but they didn't have I mean, Aiden missed like the first 20, 25 games that year. Yeah, I'm just saying, like yeah. you know, they were, they would have been a playoff team had he had doubt he, it. Yeah. You saw that Aiden? No, you saw but you what that remember, squad could but be. The Aiden that looks what we're seeing now is because the point guard yeah. knows what he's doing. I mean, just just if we want to understand how smart a player is, we've seen that five-second shot he made, right? Yeah. Where he's like the ball's inbounds, roll it, and he's sitting there playing with it like, and then when he gets to his comfort zone where he know he can get to here, to that rim in five seconds, picks up the ball, goes. In today's world, you think he's gonna shoot a three? Man, wide open layup, because everybody's thinking I'm shooting a three. That that right there tells you what type of player he is. The best shots every single time. I wouldn't be surprised if they won the chip this year. Yeah. Like I, I like it's it's like it's like yeah, yeah. I'm, I didn't I didn't want them to win, but yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they have they have <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm a Laker fan. You know what I mean? So it's like, but but you got Arizona ties at least. Yeah, yeah. You but close. you know Chris Paul, like, but what he does, like. Like, you got to remember, they're, they lost last year, and they're playing even better this year. They're playing even better, harder. So, yeah, you can't actually call them a dark horse. I can't. You, you got to call them a favorite. I guess Golden State can be a dark horse, because mm. even though they're in a second, you still got to make it work. Um, That's real. I mean, honestly, the West is tough, because there's not it's, a... it's, it's tough. The reason it's tough is because... These teams that are top wasn't expecting to be top. Like, you wasn't expecting the Suns to be where they are right now. Golden State without Clay, you didn't expect them to be where they are right now. So the fact that they got Clay back with the rest of their unit, it makes, it makes them really dangerous. And nobody else right now is playing great basketball to say they're better than those two teams. So let's talk about your favorite squad, the Milwaukee Bucks. You mm. think they have any shot whatsoever? I, I don't want to say they don't have a shot, but, I mean, if you look at the road they, they went through last year, they, made, they, they, they barely made it out of every stage. I mean, you know, uh, round one, you know, they won round one. Two, they get dusted first two games. Like, it was, it was embarrassing. Like, oh, oof, it's... <laughs> All right, you know, and then, you know, Jersey got hurt. You know, Trey Young's giving them all that work. 
Hurts ankle, out for the, you know. And then, you know, championship, you know, Foster, you know, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, the Foster freeze. The Foster freeze, you know what I mean? <laughs> two games in the Foster freeze, two games, it's two games. We're not, this is not pretend it was one, it was 2-0, Foster freeze comes in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, you know, P- losing PJ, you know, sometimes you're losing PJ Tucker, losing a couple pieces, kind of changed the way their team moves a little bit. Um, they could, you gotta remember, they could come out because, I mean, it's, it's so wide open. You know, that, but as I said, at this point, you, no matter what team you pick, no one's gonna be like, oh, that's a horrible pick. Yeah. Like, even, even Cleveland right now. You yeah, I was gonna like, say, the even Cle- If you pick Cavs, nobody's gonna be like, man, that's fucking horrible. Everybody's gonna be like, yeah. It's, it's, it's at this point, it's possible. Toronto, it's possible. You know what I mean? Like, it's, that, that's where the East is right now. Everything is possible. All right, that was our NBA trade deadline preview. Uh, hopefully your team makes some moves and gets less boo-boo if they're whack and gets better if they're good. This has been No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We'll be back with more very soon. And hey, can we trade coaches? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we should be able to trade coaches out soon, man. <laughs> <laughs>